What's up, everybody? Welcome to Christian Men Unfiltered. Hi, my name is Robert. Listen, and I'm Pastor Moore. Listen, you are tuned in. We're going to talk about real struggles, real faith, real men. Coming up next, right here on Christian Men Unfiltered. And we're back. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome. DJ. Back. Yes, sir. You ready for this show? You know, I was born ready when I came out of <laughs> uh, the Baptist Hospital in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, I'm okay, ready. okay. <laughs> how your week been, Pastor? How, how you been doing? It's been, it's been a great week. It's been a great week, and mm-hmm. I had a good workout today, and uh, I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Listen, you you got me out of my normal. Um, you know, I'm I'm you know energetic, moving around, jumping around the pool pit, saving souls, but uh, I'm sitting down, stationary. But. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't uh, looked at our first podcast, if you haven't heard it, you haven't looked at it. You know, go to Christian Men Unfiltered. It's Please. on Apple, it's on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Check it out. Like, follow us, share this uh, podcast video, and we'd be more than happy to acknowledge you or answer your questions if you leave comments. So just feel free to join the conversation. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about navigating difficult relationships as Christian men. And we're coming from Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Uh, let's read that real quick. I'm coming uh, from the ESV. So Matthew chapter 5, verse 44 says this. This is Jesus speaking. This is his whole Sermon on the Mount thing. And he says this, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DJ. Pastor Moore. Yes. How do we love our enemies, man? Truly how we love our enemies is, you know, realizing the character trait that Christ had. Mm. Because, I mean, nowhere around it, we're going to have enemies. Um, No matter what job you work, (laughs) sad to say, no matter what church you go to, you might have enemies. You might even have them in your family. You just never know. And so, but you have to exemplify the same character trait that Jesus exemplified. I mean, the Pharisees didn't like him, but he kept pressing for it anyway. And it came a point in time where he had to even answer them. You know, they would question him so many times. And so he would have to give them answers. But um, there's, you know, a passage that talks, Jesus talks about, you know, be angry, but sin not. And so, but he had a conversation with them, but you kind of have to, you know, love them at a distance. Um, because, um, you know, people come from all kinds of walks of life. They experience so many things. Some people have been hurt. And so their natural, um, you know, character uh, trait is going to be that of an attitude, um, that of, you know, non-conforming. And so you just have to, you know, somehow another piece by piece, you know, shed light on them. Um, and just really let them know that you're not there to, you know, de- you know, uh, to demean them. You're not there to, um, you know, talk about them. You're not there to, 
you know, do anything to, you know, diminish their, their growth or anything like that, but you're simply there because, or you're simply stating something to them because of, you know, you want, truly want them to, you know, be a better person, or you just maybe, maybe even have to work with this person. That's difficult. And so, you know, you just have to kind of suck it up sometimes and, and, you know, you're doing it for the greater good because the Lord, the one that blessed you with the job anyway. And so if he blessed us, he's going to test us. <laughs> if he blessed us, he's going to test us. I like that. But now all of that is, it, all that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I want the CD, man. I want you to put all that on the CD. I want to. I want to yes. bump that in the car. But <laughs> when you're dealing with someone who's really close to you, I'm talking about a, like somebody that may be your family, like your mm-hmm. brother, your sister. It may be someone you know, part of your church family, mm-hmm. someone that you spend time with to break bread with you, and this person is is becoming so difficult to deal with that they are almost acting like they're an enemy, you know, like yeah. they're not for you. Yeah. And, but you well, see them all the time. See, <laughs> see, there's people that, you know, if I go to Walmart or something like that and, and someone, you know, you know how you go to the, you know, you go to Walmart and you might see that, that parking spot that, you know, you, you're going to pull up, maybe bag into it, but someone else sees it and they hurry up and speed in. You ever had somebody do you like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's so daily. I may be getting angry. Now, that's somebody that's, that's not acting like they're for me, mm-hmm. but that's a moment. Yeah. See, I could decide to park on the other side of the parking lot, right? Just, but man, when listen. it's your daddy, <laughs> when it's your, I'm on when it's your brother, when it's your sister, when it's your 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 cousin when or or someone that you sit next to in the pew when is that person how does all of that apply how does this christian character and, and exemplifying jesus how do all that apply you 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 really have to just give that person to the lord i'm gonna be mm-hmm. i'm gonna be we well we we real we're talking real real struggles real faith real men so right. i'm gonna be a little transparent so uh here at generations um, two individuals, our landlord and the person that was next to us. Start with our landlord. The landlord started off amazing. There's some rocky uh, months that we had because it just had issues with the church building. Um, one particular Wednesday night, literally the church caught on fire. Um, literally, it caught on fire. My daughter, wow. she's four, so she still remembers it. But um. Literally, there were some challenges that he and I had, the landlord had, and the church knew, the church knew the frustration that I had, but we're still, you know, trying to go to this, uh, at my, on my behalf, going to this, you know, landlord, you know, in love. And so they knew the frustration. And um, so this went on for some months and I would, it wasn't like he was not there in the, in the mm-hmm. vicinity of the, you know, where the, where the church is. So I would see him literally every day. And so, but literally what I did was I said, God, I'm just going to give you this person. I know I'm going to have to see him at least two or three times a week. You know, I know I've got, we've got to pay him, you know, the, the, the mortgage for the building and all those things, but Lord, I'm just going to give this person to you. Uh, I'm going to do the best that I can. I'm going to, you know, make sure that I, I, I get my attitude in line, make sure I'm right before I even, you know, step foot towards this building or this, you know, walk towards this man. But that's really where you have to really start at is 
I mean, that's what we're supposed to do with all of our troubles and our trials. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't stop when it comes to people. Um, and, 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 and I'm, I'm no expert in it and I'm still struggling, you know, not all the time, but I, I still struggle and we all still struggle with difficult people, but you know, one way to combat it is just to literally, and, and it's not, you know, it's not just saying the cliche thing. Well, I just gave it over to the Lord. No, you've got to pray about it. You've got to pray about it because, you know, like you said, you're going to see these people day in and day out and you need tools just the same way that we need tools to, uh, you know, combat the devil and his evil schemes and his forces and the the army that he has here. uh, We need tools to be able to combat, you know, dealing with difficult people. Right. Also, I think I want to say that um, this love your enemies, this is not talking about how you feel about them Mm-mm. this is this is this is not this is an enemy you know yeah. this is someone who is not in your corner this is person that <clears throat> is strategically working or acting against your best interests that is good right yes. so to love your enemy doesn't mean that I have to feel a certain way about you it doesn't mean I like you uh, an example of um in Exodus chapter uh, 23, verse 4, and I think this is relevant to this conversation, is relevant to what you just said as well. When you started talking about how you're going to change your attitude, right? You're yes. going you, to change your attitude because you still got to pay this person money. You still got yeah. to have some him. type of relationship. And so uh, in uh, Exodus chapter 23, verse 4, it says this, if you meet your enemy's ox, or his donkey going astray. My Lord. You should bring him back to him. Now, in theology, we call this common grace. Yes. Or we call this um common mercy. This is not this is not justice. You know, justice implies that I owe this person something. Your if if I if your donkey is wandering off. Mm. And I see it. I don't owe you to go get it, right? I don't owe you anything. But as a mercy, I'm going to go and retrieve that that uh, a strained animal and bring it back to your farm. Why? That because I know how valuable that is, and I know how valuable that is to you. And we are in a community. And we have to work together. I don't like you. I might not even like your donkey. But <laughs> right. that, but it belongs to you. And I know it's valuable to you. And I'm going to bring it back to you. And normally what happened, you may not like me either. You see me, like you might even ask why I come. I'm with it. I explained to you what I saw. I'm bringing it back to you. And I think that Jesus is saying that this common grace idea comes from the fact that God says he lets his sun shine on the just as well as the unjust. Right? Yeah. It is common grace. It is God's standard to keep stability in the world. And so when you decide that, hey, this landlord or this, you know, somebody is kind of working against me, we don't have the best of relationship, but I'm not going to be the one that's going to destabilize it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be cordial with you. I'm going to keep a distance with you. I'm going to pay you your money 
Yes. And we're going to keep it pushing. We're going to keep it moving. I'm going to do what I said that I'm going to do. That doesn't mean I like you. That means that we have to work together because you have something that I want and 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 I have something that you want. You agree yeah. with that or or what's your what's your follow up comments about that? Yeah. And and then to even more elaborate on the story just with the landlord in particular. Once I honestly gave uh the landlord to the Lord, you know what I mean? Because, you know, there's a lot of things that happened. You know, we had a fire uh, that was on his behalf, a mishap on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, then um, the building two stories down or two buildings down decided to get uh, some expensive Internet. So they had to run lines from our church building to this next building. And so literally they had the cable company with ladders in generations church building <laughs> over the sound equipment and lily i'm i mean i'm at church right now so i go to the church every day you know i i spend the night at the church you know and so i walk into the church building and i see these people and i immediately called him and uh so we had a lot of issues like that because in my mind somebody so he came into, into the, the church, church building, building and had not 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 the landlord the landlord uh, well i guess the landlord did because he had to let them in the building in right in, in generations so wow yeah so he let the cable company in but failed to let me know that you know someone's you know coming and blah 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 you know but so to say all that so we went through a lot of challenges and once i decided to you know all right i i know i'm not gonna fight you i know i'm not gonna cuss you you're a difficult person but this is a prime area for the church so once i you know decided to give him to the lord uh, a few months after that um another building became available uh, that he was the landlord of and there was another it's actually in the same vicinity and he made us an awesome deal wow. um, on, on that and from then um he's just been an awesome awesome guy to work work with oh whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on hold on hold on hold on you're telling me that the person <laughs> that initially caused you stress yeah and 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 uh, for, you know frustration oh yes when you gave him over to the Lord and you did the right thing towards for him and towards mm-hmm. him and you was consistent in what your obligations to them somehow or another that made a difference and yes, he ended up not being an enemy. He actually like he partnered up with you to give, give you a better deal. Yeah, he knows about he uh, he knows about uh, my my some of my family in in, in Arkansas wow. knows I'm from Arkansas. I know about his kids and um, all kinds of things. How um, do you think that happened? Honestly, it happened. Uh, I say number one, we was never late on the bill. Uh, I saw <laughs> <laughs> you know so hold on. never late. Hold we're on, never late. I thought you could say because I loved my my enemy. Uh, <laughs> you said no, we we, paid, we were never late on the bill. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Because had we been late, it would have been a different story. He probably would have kicked us out or whatever. Uh, but no, you know, that that's one, though. But um, really, it's just, you know, I talk about it a lot uh, and preach a lot about it. it. Really, I was the walking Bible to him. Wow. Um, and, and, and also, the other thing with it he is that. He knew he was frustrating you. He knew the yes. frustration that. But here's had. the thing, though, too, though. He, mm-hmm. he has other buildings around Tulsa. 
And so these other buildings, some of my friends who are pastors in Tulsa have dealt with them and know about how he is. And so I would vent to them, you know, from time to time about, you know, what he's doing, what he's not doing and things like that. And so, but literally by me, not, not wavering. I mean, you, you, you can't, you can't waver. Um, you got to, you, you know, you got to be, I mean, right there on the straight line with it because, you know, the difficult people, they're going to know, you know what I'm saying? They're, right. they, they know, like you said, they, they know that they're frustrating you, but they, they know it, but they want to keep pressing you to see mm. how far they can push you. And mm. I just said to my, I, for me personally, you know, I'm just never going to let someone push me to the point that I'm going to come out the pastoral role. And, you know, you know, you should never want, you know, get to the point you should want to just walk away first, honestly. Right. But right. Um, that's how you do it. You got to give them to to the Lord and you just got to exemplify what the Bible says because they want to they, they're dissecting you. And I think that's what he, he was. In other words, he was sizing me up. Wow. That's to good. see if I'm really that's, of that's the cloth. Good. Like I say, I'm really of that's the cloth. Good. That's good. You know, that's because. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to. So, what you what we're talking about now is you're giving some practical ways of demonstrating your love and kindness towards people who are challenging to deal with. Yeah. Give us a, a couple other points, and I'm going to give us some points as well. But what's some other uh, techniques or uh, some other things that you have done to try to help make things better dealing with with challenging people? I just say honestly, communication, because mm-hmm. if you, um, you know, say, for instance, on, on your job, e- even me right now, um, you know, I, I have to communicate a lot just within within my business. Um, you know, at this point, we're like hiring people, which is it blows my mind, but it's communication. These people need to know what day, you know, that they're going to come, what time, all these things. And, you know. In that of itself, it's dealing with different personalities and different uh, difficult people. But you have to communicate. You know, even though you don't like this person, you still got to communicate. But the key is you communicate first. You mm. communicate it first about whatever task it is, whatever it is. You communicate it first. That literally alleviates the anxiety out of your out of your chest, you know, that you mm. feel, you know, it, it, it alleviates that stress because you go ahead and get it done. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, once you, you know, for some people, I know for me, once I check something off my task list every day, I'm mm-hmm. literally pumped up because, all right, I got the, and it gives me the motivation to do the next thing too. Right. And so you got to communicate it, even so though it might be painful. To keep stability. And this is, again, this goes into why, you know, when I mentioned common grace, you have people that want to be employed. They need to know what time they need to come to work and stuff like that. And they have different personalities and attitudes. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you're in a relationship with them <clears throat> as an employer, employee. And there's some of them that you just pro- probably don't rub you the right way. You don't like them, but you can tell that they can do the job. Yes. And, and. And so you to keep stability in your company. That's it too. That, that that's that that's another thing. That's another bar. Just do the job. Just right. just just do it. Right. It might be painful. Right. And to keep to keep stability and to keep your company moving forward, all of you have to get along. 
Yes. Until you and and really the ones that that lose the job are the ones that don't do the job and the ones that don't want to integrate into the, the your your employment community. Yeah. And so um so communicate anything else you you uh, want to put out there so you communicate you said communicate first. Anything yeah, you else? Get, you've got to be the one to to initiate it. Uh, especially when you know something that's coming up, when you know. You now, what about somebody might person. say that, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm an introvert. I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm not that person. I'm not that, you know, I'm not necessarily scared, but you know, I'm. Some people, when you know that they're difficult and stuff like that, you know, they may feel like, you know, maybe you shouldn't go approach them because mm-hmm. you don't know how that's going to go. What do you do with that? Yeah, can I let y'all in on my on my my personal life? I'm an introvert. Wow, I'm a big introvert. Um, you know, people see all this preaching and singing and pictures, this and videos, this and that. I do that so my people can see, you know, uh, my daughter, and so that I can save souls with generations. But I'm naturally an introvert. But mm-hmm. this is one of my biggest secrets. Um, this is honestly one of my biggest secrets. It is, you know, you've got to really, and I'm going to just say, you've got to really get your health in line as far as, you know, physically working out. And I'm, you ain't got to really just be throwing up weights. Honestly, for me, before we came on the podcast today, I did a walk. I just, I mean, just to clear your mind, you got to be in solitude, honestly. That's what the walk you know, it is purpose for me because I'm 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 walking by myself. I'm with myself. I'm with my thoughts, and I'm with the Lord. And so you're so, talking about in terms of of courage, like yes. you're working out, help build your courage up, clear your mm-hmm. mind, stuff like that. Yeah, it it literally clears your mind, um, and then it, it, it's physical. So your body is moving, and so anytime the body is moving, you know. It's moving to a destination. And so that that's what you got to have in your mind. I'm moving to the destination. I'm moving towards telling this person, uh, communicating with this person. Um, and that relieves your anxiety as well. But I yeah. that that's my secret because it, it it's no other way. And also praying as well on those walks or whatever. You don't got to walk for 45 minutes. But just, <laughs> you know, if you got to walk to the parking lot and walk back, you know, and be in your thoughts and be praying. Lord, give me the words to say. There's a song that says, uh, give me the words, give me the voice when the enemy is at my table. In the midst mm-hmm. of my trials, Lord, give me a song. And so wow. you've got to say, Lord, give me the words. I don't know right. the words right now. And I don't even have the courage. If we could be honest, you know, this Christian men unfiltered. Many a times we don't have the courage. Right. And so we've got to, ha- you know, you got to get all the tools that you can so that you can get the courage. And so, you know. Yeah, I can see that. We, we you know, that. so you do things to put your mind at ease. You you have to you can't be avoidant. You have to um, to deal with people. You have to deal with tough situations, even though, you know, this person is very difficult and not necessarily your friend. Uh, but sometimes you got to deal with them. And one way to do that is, you know, hey, work out, get your heart rate, you know, moving, um, go for walks, uh, clear your mind, have solitude with yourself and 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 think about what you need to say, what you want to say, how you're going to say it. And, um, you know, and when it's time for you to confront, you know, um, 
do it in a loving way because you're a Christian, but but yeah. you have sometimes it has to be said. I get that. I appreciate yeah. it. Now I can do that with my wife, you know. So if there's an issue that I'm working out in my head, you know, I talk to Kenyatta. You know, I I may be upset or angry or talking about, you know, like like really emotional and into it. Yes. She's like, who are you talking about? My <laughs> like, God. What are you talking about? You know. So she becomes my 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 sparring buddy in the sense of of I'm I'm working out all the details I'm working out you know what I need to say and what I need to do so I appreciate that um, mm-hmm. now one thing that I would say you can uh, follow up with me on this um, we, when I'm dealing when I'm trying to have practical ways to demonstrate my love and kindness towards a person who is challenging to deal with one thing that I do is I don't engage in disagreements with them. Yeah. You have people who are who want to argue. Professional they want argue. to debate. Yes. They're professional. And they they they're PhD. They are negative at the core. They're not looking for truth. They're looking for an argument. Oh yes. And so the one thing that I uh, suggest is I don't I don't engage in disagreements with people who are not trying to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And you can pretty much tell um, th- there's a difference between somebody being interested and interesting. Mighty God. Some people are interested. Most people are interesting. They want you to say something to get it started so they can finish it. Yes. They're really not interested in what you have to. You ever had somebody, you ever spoke to somebody or they spoke to you and said, like, Hey DJ, how you doing? And they they keep walking. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not interested in the answer. <laughs> you know, they don't care about that. They're trying so, to get to where they're trying to get to. They're trying to get to where they're trying to get to, and they don't. They're 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 trying not to be rude by being rude. They're not. They're not. They did not ask you a sincere question. Mm-hmm. So with people like that, you know, I don't. I don't try to engage in disagreements with them. The other thing I do is I give them space. Got to. Some people, the best act of kindness that you can show them is give them their space. Yes. You know, don't go. I don't go around people that I know that don't necessarily care for me. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to continue to call somebody th- that is not calling me or wanting to communicate with me or, you know, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. I'm not I'm going to I'm going to respect I'm going to do my best to respect. Mm-hmm. You know, the boundaries that is obviously being set with our relationship. For example, um I have uh, I know a person uh that um is having a get together. Mm-hmm. All right? And what kind of food they going to have? I don't know. They didn't that they didn't tell me. Oh, I heard it from somebody else. Lord. I'm not mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not I'm not mad, but you know, um when you're not invited or you know maybe they forgot, maybe I'm not it's not my type of crowd, you know, maybe they don't think I fit in. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. I'm not going to call them up or text them or say, "Hey man, I heard you having a party. Uh, why you didn't invite me?" I'm telling you, I don't care. <laughs> so I'm going to give you your space. Y'all go do that. Right. Y'all go right. do that. And the last thing I would say 
is um, you got to understand is something that I had to realize. And my wife really, really helped me with this. Kenyatta, um, I love you for this because this really helped me in a, in a, in a huge way. Sometimes you got to realize that this difficult person, they're being so difficult towards you or, you know, you, you can't never seem to get that connection or, or, you know, get past whatever this is. A lot of times it ain't them. It's somebody else behind them. Oh, my. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Sometimes it's not them. Oh, yes. It's the opinions of people who are around them. Mm-hmm. It is the words of people who are around them. You know, sometimes you got to understand people are juggling a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it oh, may yeah. be best to keep you at bay. Yes. It may be best not to fool with you because that keeps peace. Yes. Yeah. Come on, you sound like you got something you got, you know, you look like I, you got something you I, want to say. Come on, talk I, to me. Hey, I'm 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 bagging you up on the <laughs> <laughs> on the keyboards right now. <laughs> Can I get a witness in here? No, but I mean, yeah, you got. I mean, just what love is, you know, it's patient. Just one, one of its definitions. Wow, that's you the know, key. Patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think of you know when I think about patience, um, you know, there's so many people that tell me I need to slow down. So many people tell me I need to go to sleep. You know, because I'm, 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 you know, as they have, uh, you know, serial killers, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I, I don't know when wow. to go to sleep, you know. Yeah. But, you know, people tell me, you know, slow it down. You know, you got to pace yourself. You need some patience. And in the slowing down, you know, I'm, I'm realizing more things about myself. I'm realizing how I can uh, um, um, save energy, how I could, you know, communicate better with my loved ones because I've been just so, you know, busy, you know what I mean? But right. literally in your, in, in their patience, you know, dealing with a difficult person because our natural reaction, I mean, I don't care who he is, you know what I'm saying? Uh, pastor or not deacon elder who, you know, <laughs> just as I don't care. Let somebody say something to you the wrong way. Now you might not initially, you, you know, you might not be a fighter, but you might cuss, you know what I'm saying? So you have to check yourself, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, but when you slow it down, because when you, when you slow it down and when you're patient, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking about somebody right now. Just, you know, you, you getting, you know, you listening right now and you know, listen, they talking good tonight because I got to get up in the morning and I got to go see so-and-so. I got to go talk to Mr. Johnson, you know, the supervisor, whoever it is, you know what I'm saying? It starts in the morning too. You just got to be, Lord, give me the patience. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me walk in love. Let me just walk in, mm-hmm. Lord. Just, when I walk in, just let them see the love. You know, let them see love on on today. Yes, that's please, all. Lord. Please, Lord. Because I I don't have any more days. I can't call in. Right, <laughs> right, right. You will use up all your days. <laughs> you know, there's people out there that use up all their days. Yes, you can't Lord, call in no more. Um, that that goes into um, Romans chapter twelve verse twenty, where the Bible says, "To the contrary, if mm-hmm. your enemy is hungry, feed him. Yes. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will 
heap burning coals on his head. Mighty. Now, <clears throat> it was beautiful till he got to the end. <laughs> but, DJ, how can we maintain these healthy boundaries while still showing love to those who are difficulty? So, we've established it. How do we maintain it? You got to keep practicing it. I mean, because this pra- person hasn't changed. Yeah. You, so you, but you're in a relationship with this difficult person, uh-huh. and, it, and that difficulties, those difficulties keep popping up. But how do you maintain that relationship? I mean, you got to say to yourself, "I'm not changing my stance." You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not because once you let go of that boundary, once you, once you let some slide in and ease in, or whatever, then that's when it's gonna. I mean, that you, you know, you give some, give a kid, you know, an inch, they're gonna go the whole hundred yards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And that's what, the, that's what, you know, these difficult people are gonna do to you. So you got to, you know, you have to just set that boundary, but you can't let you, you cannot waver on that boundary. Um, and it's, it's a struggle because these are the people that you love, but you gotta, you gotta say, okay. I gotta love you from a distance. Wow. You know, we might be related. We might have been brought up together. We might have went to school together. You know, we might have uh, helped each other through, you know, you know, trying times in our lives or whatever, or vice versa. You know, but listen, like I, and you got to do it because you're protecting your peace, right? Because at the end of the day, you can't, you can't. Um, there's no way that you can. Um, you know, go through life dealing with difficult people if you don't have peace in your in your in your own life. Um and with those types of people, I suggest keep it short and sweet with them. I'm trying to tell you. Short and keep sweet. it short and sweet with them. I made that mistake so many times trying to turn a joker into an ace. Mighty God. You know, and sometimes you got to realize that people are not for you. And you have to work with them. You know, mm-hmm. you can't hide from them, but keep it short and sweet. You know, mm-hmm. stay positive, you know, and um, um, don't don't open up yourself to tell them personal things that you don't want repeated. Exactly. And then, too, I mean, like these people, that's difficult. Mm-hmm. They want you got to set your boundary because if you don't set this boundary, it's gonna mess up everything in your life. Mm. You you not you not gonna be at work. Focus at work. You are gonna bring that those issues to work, or if it's a work issue, you are gonna bring it home. Your kids gonna hear about it. You know you are gonna be on the phone with whomever. You know talking about this issue or whatever. So, I mean, you just and we're to- not and we're not and we're not saying like you know you know some people come to work with an agenda. They come yes. they come. Thinking, and we're not just talking about work, wherever it is. Like, I'm not here to make friends. Mm, yeah, I know a few of them. You know what I mean? That's so silly. You know what I mean? You, you, these are the people that you're going to be around most of the day. Most of the day. You know, every so every week, every you can week. you can love your enemy without without not being friendly. I mean, I try to rhyme there without not being friendly. <laughs> I don't think it was going to make sense. <laughs> but you can you you don't. You can be cordial with people and 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 enjoy the moment, enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to, to you don't have to put your trust in them to or like them 
to in, enjoy working around them or right. you know there's some, you know I know I know I know people they they come to me and and they they pretend that they they like you and and stuff like that but you know that they, they don't but I don't make them I don't my goal is not to make them feel like I don't like them yeah. you know I don't I don't I don't deal with you mm-hmm. you know I'm not going anywhere with you so that you can see it for yourself Yo, so I like what you said about uh, keeping it short and sweet because, right. like, you know, if you don't keep it short and sweet, your feelings might get hurt. Yeah, you. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Because right. if you keep, you know, lingering around that person that you're trying to, you know, you said you was gonna keep it short and sweet with, you know, after a while, they that that old self, it might seem like you know they have changed. But after a while, you know, because you let that boundary go, then that old self, that old person, because they're going to come back to the same exact person that they were before. You're right. You're right. You're right. If they haven't made a true change. You're right. And 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 when you're around them, listen more than you talk. My. My God. When you're around them, listen more than you talk. Don't, 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 don't keep talking. Now, Look. DJ, one thing, I've been knowing you for years, man. I I I've known you before you got out of high school. Yeah, right. And one thing I I have always admired about you when you're around people, I've always noticed something. You listen. Oh yeah, halfway you start. because I can't hear. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to read their lips. So I... <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! But I, you know. Because I was the person too, you know. Being a, uh, I'm a very extrovert. I'm really, I'm really an introvert at heart. Mm-hmm. But I, I turn on that extrovert. You know, I'm more comfortable being by myself mm-hmm. um, than I am mingling with other people. Because most people don't really want to know about you. Most people sure. want to know what you do. Oh yeah, that's all they want to know. You know what I'm saying? That's they want to, they want to know. Why should I invest in this relationship? You know, yeah. you know, you know. If you say that you're the mayor of some town, oh, they, they, you have a purpose to be around them. Yeah, but people treat you funny when, you know, when it's just when it when there's nothing else about you than you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So what I would say is know where you stand with people, and don't give advice. To, to, to those people who don't respect you as a person who can give them advice. Mm. And you know, I know, I know the people that, that don't respect me that way because they always giving me advice and, and they never leave room for you to give them advice. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that tells, that tells me that you don't respect me as a person. You don't see me as a person who could teach you. You don't see me as a person who can groom you or guide you or uplift you. You uh-huh. don't see me as that person, you know, and, and that's okay. That's okay. All of us are like that with somebody, but don't take it personal. Remember, this person is not your friend. This is a person who actively, um, they're, they're, they're not working towards your betterment or towards your good. Right. They 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 see themselves, you know, different than you. 
you know, and you can't advise them. They're not going to call you and, 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 and ask for advice, uh, you know, and so yeah. don't seek to be that person giving someone advice to, you know, if you know that they don't respect you as a person who can do that, for be sure. real with yourself. That'll for save sure. you a lot of headache and struggle. What you think about and that? And some money too. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean by that? No, <laughs> so like, you know, I mean, I be in the streets. I be on the social media streets. Mm -hmm. You know, I see things going on. Uh, one of those younger pastors. And so I'm still kind of dissecting this phrase that's on, on the airways, but it says, uh, uh, I think they say, uh, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Oh, my God. Hold on. You can't be going places you're not tolerated expecting for them to celebrate you because it's just <laughs> not going to happen. I like that. I like go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. I for like real. that. Final question. Uh, how can our faith help us navigate difficult relationships? And here's the key find peace mm. sum up what you've been basically trying to say and um how can we find peace man and in our faith that even though this person is not changing they're very difficult to us but i'm i i need to know that i'm doing the right thing yeah i and mean whether or not this change or not i'm i i got to do the right thing go yeah. ahead like um you know when you look at faith you know, mm -hmm. breaking it down from scriptures, you know, uh, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's it's something that we have never seen before because these people, I mean, you know, if you got some real difficult people, you're going to say, Lord, I, I don't know how this, I don't know how this person going to change, you know, but it's the same way that we, that we have uh, faith and we hope for things uh, for God to come through for us, you know, in our personal lives and any other area that same faith that we have to exemplify, you know, when it comes to these difficult people, um, because, you know, you might say, pray that prayer, Lord, give me the words right now, but you might not get it right then at that day, but you still, That's as good. we've been talking about our principles and our steps, you know, as far as, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with difficult people, you know, just still be patient, but then wait on, wait on him to, you know, you know, reveal to you some things to say, and then he's working on that other person too. Because I mean, come on now, God don't like ugly. You know, that's what my my daddy always used to tell me. God don't right. like ugly, and so because they're being nasty towards you, towards a child of God, you got to understand that he don't like it. And sure, like sooner or later, you know, things gonna turn around. But you got to wait for that turnaround. Mm. But you know, mm. that that's that's where our faith lies because you know you. And truly, after a while, you know that difficult person. If you on, you know, after a while, they gonna they there's a there's a great percentage for them to make the turnaround. You right. know what I'm saying by by you doing the steps, by you setting <clears throat> the boundaries, because it's gonna let them. It's gonna it's gonna alert them. You know, Pastor ain't really called me like that. You know, Robert ain't really you know just pulled up on me like he normally is because it's space that's given. And so when you right. when you do that, you know, you're making room, you know, for you to have that peace. But it starts with the faith. It starts with the faith. Because if, really if you have faith to apply for the job, amen, somebody, and, and he gonna, you got to have faith that he's going to sustain you, you know, because a lot of people just look at the money, you know. Oh, you know, Lord, I just need this job. And then, you know, dealing with relationships, you know, spouses, you know. Right. 
you know, Lord, I just, you know, I just want to find me a good woman, Father God, you know, but the good woman going to come with some issues just as much as we come with issues. Right. And so we got to know that that's, that's how it's going to be. But literally our faith is going to help us, you know, sustain it. And not only that, you got to look it back on the, on the things that he brought you out of. You know, once you reminisce on the things that he brought you out of, it should increase your faith. Mm. So it's bringing those things to remembrance. Amen. I would say that um, the peace comes from ultimately what you know that you're doing. Yeah. Um, I am bringing societal stability. I am being amicable. I am getting along. I'm I am not the person to fear here. Mm-hmm. I am not the person that you have to defend yourself from. I am not the threat. Okay? That's not you, that's not coming from me. <laughs> I am open for your change. Yes. I'm open. So so I like to be the kind of person that understands the bigger goal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be fired. I don't, or I don't, I don't, I want to be able to go to the picnic and you not feel threatened by me. I want to be able to go to church and you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, somebody uh, actively trying to to put your business out there or, or give somebody you a bad that. name. That's not going to come from me because I fundamentally believe that doing right or or finding stability wherever i am that is the greater good yeah i get peace to know that if me and you are into it it ain't because of me right Mm -hmm. if you owe me money mighty and you don't call me mighty that's on you. That ain't because of me. Have the wisdom to know the situation you can't change. If I go into a situation and it's out of control and I don't really know what the outcome is going to be, get your stuff and leave. Mm-hmm. So if if I if I go into a situation and I you could cut the tension in the air. And, and it happened when I walked in. I've been in those situations. Oh yes, I've been in many a. You know, hey, <laughs> you you know you 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 hug who you can hug. You shake whoever hand you can shake and say, "I'm gonna leave." Yes, I'm gonna leave. God gives you common sense, just like we are supposed to give people common grace. Yes, you got to have common sense with the common grace. <laughs> Yeah. DJ, any final uh, concluding yes. I remarks? I got one. <laughs> I was born ready and I was born with a closing remark. <laughs> Come on now. The closing remark is uh-huh. there is a song and the song says, the Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you. You're mm. easy, easy to love. Sometimes you just got to fake it until you make it. If you can't find no way 
out of no way to love the difficult person. Just say, well, the Jesus in me is loving the Jesus in you. All right. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I yeah. see that. I would say, um, remember you're a Christian. Uh-huh. And this is not, this is the hardest job you ever gonna have. I promise you. You're never gonna get it right, but you can you you can know that you're doing the right thing. And the right thing is trying to find that place where you can just get along with someone mm-hmm. and, and, and have the wisdom to know when you need to hold them and when you, you need, need to fold them. them. And when you need to run. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. you got to run, brother. <laughs> you got to. Hey, we thank y'all for tuning in. Show. Hey, like, subscribe, follow us, uh, listen to our old podcast episode. We have one more that we did. And um, just continue to tune in, you know, and um, yeah, follow us. You know, this is follow Christian Men Unfiltered. I am Robert. And I'm Pastor Moore. Listen, I don't know when it's going to air, but listen, Father's Day is right around the bend. I just want to say happy Father's Day to all the dads out there that are striving that's putting forth that effort with their children. Listen, kudos to you. Happy Father's Day. Real struggles, real Real faith, faith, real real men. men.